0: Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Let's get it started right now. All right. Welcome on back, everybody. Uh, This is The Release Valve. I'm Sean. And um, for those that have been tuning in, know that uh, there's kind of been a little bit of a reoccurring uh, topic that's been coming up, and that is uh, parenting and the struggles that we run into in life, uh, that seem to revolve around parenting. Um, I am lucky enough to be joined by my first, uh, guest couple, um, who are here to bring a little bit of a different perspective to, uh, some of those, those parenting uh, trips that we go down and, um and shed a little bit of light on some of the things that, uh, that they've gone through and how they were able to do it. So, uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome Cheyenne and Kevin Protz to the show. Welcome. Welcome you. T- Thank you Sean.
1: Appreciate it.
0: I'm, uh, I'm really excited that you guys, uh, that you guys reached out to me. And you know, I'm always, asking for people to uh to give me ideas to on things to talk about or uh come on because i know this isn't something that everybody's willing to do put themselves on camera and and talk about their their issues and problems right um even if you're putting yourself on camera to talk about good things happy things you know it's just not always easy to open up like that so um i i do really appreciate you guys uh reaching out and, and coming on there yeah no
2: problem yeah we're excited i mean we're
0: an open book for the most part i think uh a lot of our
1: story that we have has already been pasted on Facebook or Instagram and other things. And uh, we don't see it as, like, there's no roadblocks in our, our, our walls we have to break down. I think we, we try to be as clear as possible whenever we're yeah. living our lives. And some people might have the same issues we have, so we just want to yeah. make sure, you know, you know there's, there's people having the same struggle, if not worse or better. You know, whatever's out there, we're all going through it.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: So I feel like we can't really talk about relationships until we acknowledge the five minutes that you and I dated in junior high. <laughs>
0: was it that long? I didn't realize it was five minutes.
2: I mean, oh, it, man. It, in junior high, that's like forever, you know? It
0: really is. It really is. Apparently, I've had a couple of those uh, those quick, those quick <laughs> relationships that were... Uh, so cutting to me at that time oh man oh man yeah the the little things that we hang on to when we don't know any better right yeah um, we're still
2: all figuring ourselves <laughs> out and okay. i think we very quickly realize like no we're just friends like
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and sometimes it takes that little bit sometimes yeah you have to cross that little bit of a line to to realize that's not where you want to be right right and uh you know nothing against you know whoever you're you're uh into that situation with but uh yeah. Not everybody is meant for everybody. Right. So yeah. that, that is hilarious. That's, that's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Junior high, that's where, uh, that's where we all met. Right. That's uh, you guys met junior high as well.
2: No, I've known him since kindergarten.
0: Yeah. We went to the same
1: elementary. Yeah. We, we, had, we actually awesome. grew up uh, not necessarily down the street from each other, but like if I hopped a fence, I could yeah. run to our house pretty easily.
2: Yeah. And our, we pretty found early. out after we were together that our parents went to high school together too.
0: No way. Yeah, we that's had no idea. Wild. That's cool. Yeah. That's but cool. But yeah,
1: Sean, you and I, we did meet in, in junior high. and Obviously, you guys met in junior high, too. Yeah. After- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yes, that yeah. that what you would even call it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so um, when did you guys get together? It wasn't in high school, right?
2: No, it wasn't until college.
0: And how yeah, did... We, uh, uh,
1: yeah, how did it start? So... She worked at Cattleman's, I worked at Safeway. Yeah. If you remember Newark, they're right across the street from each other. Yes. And um,
2: Well, really, we have Gus, your previous guest, to yeah. thank for it. Oh,
0: man. Shout out yeah. to, to the Gus. Gus, yeah. to the matchmaker. We
2: both did like, uh, I had just gotten out of a really long relationship, which we yeah. don't have to talk about. But. um
0: <laughs> An actual relationship, I, not a five minute one. An actual night.
2: one. Yeah, it was like five years of my life too long. Um <laughs> But I was telling Gus, like, I just need a rebound. Like, I just need to get back out there. I've been in this relationship for so long. Hmm. And um, he kind of suggested KP. And I was like, yeah, he's cute. Like, sure. And then I was like, but he probably is not into me. Like, whatever. And then I guess he had kind of – you. maybe you should tell it. But he had expressed interest to Gus as well, but with the same mentality. He's like, nah, she wouldn't be into it. Yeah, and so. Yeah. Yeah, what's your recollection of that time? Of uh, so
1: long ago? I just remember you stalking me at Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> remember that, wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's hilarious.
1: I, being, uh, I think I was on top of the uh, the refrigerator section, like putting boxes away or something, and she—I see her walking down the aisle, yeah, striking up a conversation with me. I'm like trying to work, but I'm like, oh yeah, I'll flirt, whatever, we're good.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And then that's when
2: awesome. we finally started dating. You know, I live on where we live on the other side of town where he worked. And every time my parents would be like, oh, we need this at the store. I was like, I'll go. And then they knew, like, I wasn't going to be back for like two hours. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> oh, and yeah awesome. I think our first, our first kick it, like actually hanging out together was at Gus's house. Yeah,
2: there's actually a really? picture of me yeah. giving him a piggyback ride. Yeah.
1: In my safe, like you know, just just off of work, and we're hanging out. and Gus, yeah, he
2: facilitated
0: that whole thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) shout out to the Gus, that's awesome. He's the man. Yeah, now, man, so that is like 1920 around there, 1920,
2: 1920.
0: Uh, 19
2: 19 uh, years old, 20 years old, 2005. So, yeah, we were just turning 19 Uh, because we got together. Our like first date that we remember, like an actual date, and so we've chosen that as our anniversary is St. Patrick's Day. Nice. Yeah. So. I'm a fan
0: of that day. <laughs> I, <guess>. <laughs> <laughs> I am a fan of that there day. you go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll celebrate your guys' anniversary. That's awesome. Um, man, so at that age, and, and this is something that I, I used to say to my wife when we first started dating, it's like, you would not have liked me at that age i was such a different person so immature i was such a punk Not, i mean i i felt like i always had a good head on my shoulders but god i was it was so easy for me to make the wrong decisions in like mm-hmm. all aspects of life and um right. you know it, it, her and her mom would always say you know oh you're such a nice guy you're so this and you know singing my praises and i always felt weird i feel weird about that type of stuff anyways but it was just like God, if you if you guys only knew some of the things that I've done in, in, <laughs> in, in my life is it, it horrible so the fact that you guys were together at that age and and obviously I'm just speaking for myself, but I feel like at that age you know you're that, that's the beginning of finding out who you are as a person, let alone you know somebody else right um I was yeah. saying that with gus actually in in uh, in that episode that um when I get drawn back to my memories of um, when I really started developing friendships, real friendships, uh, it, it wasn't junior high, it wasn't high school, it was that time period right after high school.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, I feel like that's the case with a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't take back high school for anything. Um, I definitely felt like we grew, I grew especially afterwards. Um, we, we found ourselves as we uh, grew older and there's definitely some, some tribulations we went through, but you know looking back at it a lot of it was pretty trivial and uh i think you know um it's just typical i think we were still young and figuring ourselves out and we we got past it
2: i think like the key to us being where we are now is like we have always been maybe not always on the same page but always within the same book like we have never changed our goals in life we've always like wanted the same things and you know maybe back then we didn't have the greatest tools to navigate those but over time you know our communication was always great from day one and it still is to this day yeah like i i can think of two times in 18 years that you've ever raised your voice at me and i guarantee they were my fault you know um just always communicating always open um you know, we always had the end goal, like it's us. So it's really easy to cut through problems when like breaking up is not even on your radar, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's huge because that's a, how a lot of people settle those arguments or those things, those times that you get into those, those really testings of uh, not just a relationship, but who you are. And that's their a lot of people's solution. You know, I can't handle, I can barely handle what I have going on, let alone what you have going on. So you go over there and do your thing. I'm going to go over here and do my thing. But usually mm-hmm. when people do that, kind of like, you, know, you were saying in your situation, you end up going in the direction of somebody else and you don't yeah. take that time to, again, the reason why you guys, why things didn't work out usually is because you guys weren't meeting head to head. People were probably being immature about how they were handling it. And, uh, and instead of taking that time to reflect on why things didn't work out or, you know, stuff like that, we just, you know, go for that rebound or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but you were lucky enough to, uh, your rebound was it. You know, that's where that's what you needed. Yeah, yeah. he volunteered
2: his tribute and kind of just got stuck with me.
0: <laughs> I was down. Awesome. I knew that
1: I knew it was going to be you know, like your job is to be the rebound. Yeah. So yeah all right.
2: We were yeah, again, cool we were open that. from the very beginning but with our yeah, patients.
0: Yeah,
1: it just never quite ended. I think I'm, we're still in the rebound phase. <laughs> that's that's awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, Three I think the only later. like only time we ever even considered breaking up, it was like outside forces. It was not us, you know, it was mm. like other things from the outside that were really weighing on us. And yeah. in the end, we were just like, no, like,
1: yeah, we're it. About. Let's yeah. see how he feels more.
0: She yeah, yeah. A lot right of times, here. yeah, those decisions are made in the heat of the moment, too, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. And communication, oh man. I that is one of my my favorite words. Um, it 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 is so crucial and just, it, it's just a necessity when it comes to. I mean, any kind of relationship, not even just a uh, um, like a lovers relationship or anything like that. Just communication with friends, communication with, you know, work, you know, your boss or, you know, anything like that, um, that's usually what makes or breaks, whatever the situation is. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, ah, man. So communication, you know, is that, you said that you guys have had that from the very beginning, is that Mm -hmm. something that was ever an issue in previous relationships? And so you kind of learned from that and applied it to this one, or have you guys just always been separately, always been good communicators?
2: Um, I was kind of raised in a household where household where they did not communicate healthily, mm-hmm. healthily, and I was determined to just break that cycle.
0: Yep. Um,
2: I've also been like a chronic oversharer my whole
0: life, <laughs> for better or worse, right? <laughs> yeah, and so like
2: those two things together. Like when we first started dating, I was like, "Look, like, I'm not trying to be in a relationship. I'm not trying to get married." Like. Just want to get over my ex and have some fun, and um, he's come a long way in his communication. Um, I would say your parents had a different style. Yeah,
1: I mean everything was great. We didn't really um, a lot of stuff. We, under we never the rug. went deep into things with my family. Yeah, mm. I still don't. I mean, I love them to death, but we don't have like deep conversations ever. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that was a, a learning curve I had to. Kind of over, I don't want to say overcome. No, I feel I like you just...
2: kind of craved the, the energy that I brought with like, let's communicate, and you were like, oh, like this is okay, like let's do it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I was never adverse against it, it was always, all right, let's try it. Yeah, it, just, it was just like more like chipping new. away
2: his onion layers, like, oh, okay, this is okay, okay, this one's okay too. Like, yeah, just yeah.
0: See, because I have kids, um, when I hear certain things, like when I hear Peeling away at like layers, like onions and stuff. I immediately think of Shrek. So just when you said that, I was like, okay, so Kevin's an ogre. All right. Uh, totally. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm totally a Fiona. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah, because you know that was a big thing with with me in all of my failed relationships was uh, not communicating, and not that I necessarily wasn't willing to. I, I didn't really know how to. You know, I, I didn't know, yeah. um, and I think a lot of it was due to where I grew up, and not necessarily the demographic, because you guys grew up in relatively the same area, but the the people that I grew up with, um, it wasn't cool to talk about our feelings. It wasn't, you know, uh, that that wasn't anything that, you know, I didn't have any serious conversations with any of my friends like that. Um, minus, you know, people like Gus and stuff like that. But when mm-hmm. we were young. Yeah you know you, you your ego is getting built in a lot of ways um depending on who you're surrounding yourself with it's not necessarily getting built in in a right way you know and and when you're a teenager and a, a, you know like we were saying you know we're all trying to figure ourselves out and stuff like that but when you're a teenager i just feel like you're you're not capable of figuring yourself out mm-hmm. and if you're getting an ego built up around around that, you know, it, it's, it's hard to break. And, uh, and that was my biggest issue was just not being able to, um, know how to go about opening up, you know, I mm-hmm. wanted to, and then it was those things where, when I did open up, it was like these floodgates of emotions and just things going on. And they were like, whoa, whoa, all right, all right, way too much. Take it easy. You know, <laughs> I, I, I can't deal with all of that. So it was just, uh, you know, learning, like you said, peeling away at those layers, um, you know, unpacking little bits here and there, as opposed to, you know, just dumping everything out and trying to take care of it all. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it, it's really cool for me to hear you guys going through that type of stuff um, together and at such a young age, because again, you know, I not just myself, a lot of people I know uh, weren't able to get through um, those hard times because... You know, for whatever reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, have you guys ever now you said you have you have three kids? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so we uh our oldest is ten now and then our youngest will be five and our, our middle child is seven.
0: Yeah. Oh, those are good that's a good age gap. Too. Yeah, they're I like that. Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> Two to three years. Uh, it's a little it's a crazy, but uh yeah.
2: it'll be good one day.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right now it's day.
1: we're at the stage where our, our oldest wants nothing to do with our youngest. Yeah, so, so there's a lot you know, of like fighting. There's too much of an age difference. It's 5 years, yep. but
2: Yeah, but our son in true middle, I'm a middle child, so true middle child fashion, he can get along with both just fine. Um yeah. it's just the two girls on the ends that are constantly fighting. So
0: Oh, I was going to ask if it was different uh, boy or girl, but two yeah. girls, huh? Wow, that's yeah. funny. That's not a um that's not that that's not what something I would have predicted. I would have thought the two girls would have gotten along better and the boy would have been feeling left out or vice versa, type of thing. No,
1: so our oldest, um, she she's a handful. Uh she's grown up with some some little issues here and there. Uh she has
2: She would be okay. Yeah, she say it.
1: Yeah. So she has O C D and, and ADHD. Okay. So she's uh, you know, and it took us a while to figure that out. Mm-hmm. We did have to go through therapy
2: and, yeah, and yeah.
1: Work, work with people. But um she, she likes things a certain way. Yeah. Sure. Um, yep. yeah. And, and she's a, a, a law abiding citizen. <laughs> you know, she, she, I can't get her to do anything bad. She's always like telling me like, no, we can't do that. Mom won't let us, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, that's funny. meanwhile, our youngest is the wild card.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Like I'm
2: worried for the college years cause she can already like chug a juice. She's down for anything. Yeah. She is fearless.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, she, so, she scares me. Yeah, they don't, a they bit. don't
1: mesh really well together.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's
1: a lot of us, you know, coaching uh, with her, with our oldest. You know, that's she. She taught us to be better parents because there's, sure. there's a certain way you have to talk to her.
0: Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: You know, growing up, my my parents or my mom did daycare, so I've seen you know every type of child there is whether it was a child with Down syndrome or just a kid that had hyper uh, uh, attention deficit disorder or just a hyper kid in general. But we, um, you know, it's, and
2: I didn't. So
1: no. And so it took us, it took us a little time to figure out like, how do we approach this, this new, uh, navigate those waters. Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm.
2: yeah,
1: So it it really, she really taught us a lot of how to be uh, better parents, how how to listen into her, what she needs, um, and not necessarily tell her what she needs. Uh, yeah. We found that's that's yeah. not usually the best. The best uh, approach is to tell her like, no, you need to do this. Yeah, it's like okay, I see where you're going. Let's take a break. Yeah. You know, you, you, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll cross this bridge, but you tell us when you're ready.
2: Yeah, mm. and really, he's giving me too much credit here. Like he is the ADHD whisperer. Um. Like, cause I, so I found actually through my daughter's diagnosis, I found out I have it too. And I just thought I, all my weird shit was normal, you know? And I didn't know it was weird. And so when she was getting diagnosed, I was like, oh, that, that checks, that check like so many things checked off. So I talked to my doctor eventually and I got diagnosed too. And I was like, oh, well that makes sense because he's always been able to like handle all of me without any issue. And I see the same thing in him with our daughter where like, and I have the same roadblocks and so like I can't always continue on, but he just, he always knows what to say and do and it is so amazing. So I cannot take all the credit because it's really all him.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, you know, that's the best way that it's the best type of mindset to have I feel like when, when you're approaching parenting, especially if you're still able to be in your relationship with the, you know, the, the other parent, right? Um, cause that's not always, uh, that doesn't always work out that way either, but, mm-hmm. um, but approaching it as a team and, and knowing each other's strengths and weaknesses. And, and that's something that, you know, my wife are, are very big on now too, is, you know, due to whatever reason, um, one of us can get heightened and get worked up. And the other one is always really good at picking up on that. And okay. Mommy's a little upset, you know, let me, let me come in here and, and let me, uh, counter counterbalance that a little bit because um it it can so easily go full blown in that other direction if you're not on the same page with that type of stuff and because it, it you know we get overwhelmed with what we have going on outside of parenting you know the world is crazy and trying to deal with all those things but then have that filter as a parent to come back and actually be a parent and not allow all of those external things affect how you're approaching parenting
2: yeah. it's
0: so much easier when you have somebody that you can work with in those type of things because uh yeah and that's a big thing with parenting is we don't know what the hell we're doing and we yeah. assume you know when we were kids we looked at our parents like we just assumed that they knew what they were doing and, uh, and that was definitely something for myself. And I got lucky with, uh, with my wife, um, cause she was very good at approaching me very gently in the beginning of like, okay, you're new at this. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to walk you through this a little bit and help mm-hmm. you out. And, uh, and that was huge. And now today I'm, I'm able to handle so many things better because I'm able to take that, that step back approach that, uh, that she kind of showed me. And now we just have that great balancing act. So that's cool to hear that you guys have, uh. Have uh, done that as well.
1: Yeah, and we don't
0: get it 100% right every time. I,
1: yeah. I catch no. myself right now and again. Yeah, just, whoa, that I'm about to blow up on whatever's going on right now, so I have to take a second. But and, he'll
2: tell me that is yeah. the key. Like, you need to step, like, tagging you in. Like, I yeah. am not.
1: Yeah, yeah. and not, not to let your first reaction be the reaction. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I try to do
2: hard. Mm-hmm.
1: But best as I yeah, can. Yeah. But yeah, there's, like you said, there's a lot going on in the world. We have a lot on our plate right now that the kids don't even worry about that we're trying to navigate. Um, the last thing we need to do is put that on their shoulders while they're totally. trying to figure themselves out.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, when we were in high school and college years we trying to figure ourselves out and they're that much younger and have mm-hmm. that much less understanding of, of the world and, and what's going on. Um, yeah prime example of how innocent kids' minds are and how they just don't see uh, things the way uh, the way that they are. my My daughter couldn't sleep the other night, and she came up into our bedroom, and my wife just so happened to be having like a late night snack. and she's like eating, I forget what it was, like a a, a roll or something. It was something funny. So my daughter comes up and she sees my wife eating, and she goes, "What is that? And she goes, uh, i was I was kind of hungry, so I just had a little late night snack. She goes, you're having that in bed? I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Like she was so blown away that you could just eat late at night in your own bed. They're so simple. They're so, you know, and and we're so complex. And uh, Mm. it was just that, that little silly of a moment that reminded me how innocent they are in this world uh, of, you know, because we were just kind of going through things and our stresses and stuff like that too. So the fact that she came up and just had that, that, uh, that innocent reaction to uh, what she saw, it was just a quick reminder of like, okay, like enough of the, the, that crazy stuff that, you know, we're, we're allowing ourselves to get wrapped up in. Um, There are more important things like our daughter being blown away that you have a role in bed right now. <laughs> yeah, know, I me. remember
2: uh, our oldest realizing that like after they go to bed, we stay up and like watch our own shows, and he makes us a drink, and we have a charcuterie board. And she's like, "You guys do this every night!" Like she was just blown <laughs> away that we have a life after they go to bed. Like, yeah,
0: what is going on? Well, but now it's gone out of
1: hand. Where they come down oh. every five minutes, they so get to yeah. Mommy. You know, yeah. They start not looking for those reasons.
0: And... Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Like, oh we know
2: they're awake. We're gonna go downstairs and Yeah. Get
0: something. See from something. It. Yeah, yeah, something. I'm gonna find something that's cool. They gotta know it's the, the unknown, right? Yeah. Now uh um, So how
1: how old are your kids, if you don't mind me asking?
0: Yeah, uh my stepson is eight, he's actually about to be nine on Tuesday. Wednesday. Oh, I should know that. Um he's gonna be nine on <laughs> Wednesday and uh my daughter is five. Wow.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. So you are right in it with
0: us with the five year old. Yep, and boy, girl too. And, so yeah. yeah, figuring things
2: out.
0: Yeah, the five year old Um, I was just having this conversation the other day. It was like, listen, I am. I I, I I've always known that I was going to have kids. I, I've since I was a little kid. That was one of the only things. If I do nothing else in life, I'm going to have my own kids weird thought process to have when you're a child, but I just knew. And, uh, so, and, and I also knew that I was always going to have a daughter. And so that was also my biggest fear in life was how to go about that. You know, I, I've always been around mm-hmm. girls. I, you know, I have a sister and my mom and, and, uh, and, stuff like that. But, uh, I, I always knew that that was going to be an issue. So I always knew girls are trouble when they hit teenage years. They go through chemical imbalances of some sort that I don't understand, and they're gonna be problems. So, when my daughter gets to this age, I know I'm gonna have issues. And yeah. this is like, you know, years ago that I'm having this, this thought process. So, but I, I still kind of held on to that a little bit that when I had my daughter, I found out I was going to have a daughter and, and uh, I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm, uh, I'll be good for the first 13 years or so. And then uh, I looked at my wife. I was like, that's all you after that. And she was like, nope, I'm ready <laughs> because I know the, the troubles that I had when I was a teenager and how my mom handled it. And I know I'm going to handle it so much better. So I'm ready for that. So I'm thinking I have all of this time before things get really bad. I'm going to have this sweet, tender, loving daughter that, you know, can do no wrong all the way up until teenage years. And then around like three, being fresh, but silly fresh um, Mm -hmm. started coming on. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, meltdowns and stuff like that. But that's with every kid. But with her, there was a little bit more sass to her freshness. And yep. a little bit more, you know, just a little bit more tootie sometimes. And that just has progressed so much in the next, you know, following two years that now that she is five, going on 15. Mm-hmm. I, it's almost every single day. I, I, I just like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Yeah, It's the trial period she's testing right I know.
2: Now. Well, because, you yeah. know, the fours, everyone says terrible twos. The fours are nicknamed the F-U fours because that's literally what it's like, they're, they're them to us, I mean, not like us dropping F-bombs to our yeah.
0: four-year-old.
2: <laughs> but um, like when she hit five, her insults got so specific and mean, like the well, things she says she to him, no, they are, they like cut deep. Like whenever <laughs> she's mad, especially at him, she's she'll be like, I only love mommy, I'm never hugging you again. And it's like, she's so mean. <laughs>
0: I was just having, I just said that to my wife the other day and and I forget what, what she said to me, but something along those same lines, like she was hugging my wife and, and she goes, nope, I don't want, it's, this is mama time. I don't want da-da. I was like, oh, all right, fine. You know, and, and I just <laughs> tried to brush it off, but I walked away and I was like, oh no, this is bothering me. Like I, I'm like, I'm feeling something right here. This is actually bothering me. And then there was another thing that she said a little while later. And there was like three or four things in in like two days. I, I went to bed one night and I looked at my wife and I was like, "She's being really mean to me. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know what to do about it." <laughs> like yeah. she's like, "I know, I know." And she's like, letting me almost cry about it. I was like, I, "I'm really struggling with this right now. I don't know how to navigate this because." you know part of me wants to have that explosive like hey you know i'm i'm your dad damn it don't talk to me that way yeah. or, but you know obviously you know i i can't do that and she's my little girl so i i'm trying to uh and and she she is a sponge like no other and i know they say that about kids but i like there's something about her that she just soaks yeah. in every little thing and um and she's very quick to pick up on um how things are handled. Mm-hmm. So if she sees how I handle something, and if I do that a, a few times, she's like, okay, that's how you respond to those situations. And mm-hmm. um, so very early on, like I said, when around three years old, um, and I was in a different a different working situation, but um, I was letting my stress from work come home to me, uh, come home with me. And, uh, and I was directing that outwardly to other people. And usually in the form of um exploding in response to something. Not just necessarily walking in and you know being this big angry bear or anything like that or ogre. Sorry, Kevin. Um sorry <laughs> not. But um uh, but just my responses to everything was just a very quick, you know, ah type of thing. And so that became her reaction to things. You know, if somebody was doing something that she didn't like, it was this big, you know, screaming, you know, emotional thing. And almost immediately it was like a oh that's my fault. Mm-hmm. That's my fault. Okay. I'm fucking up here. I got to, uh, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta figure this out. So to your point, like how you're saying with your daughter, mine very much taught me, um, how I need to go about parenting and, and what's the right way and the wrong way. And, uh, and she lets me know by her actions. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, but on the flip side of that, is very good at picking up when we change our behavior and, you know, start working on how we react to things and then she'll adopt that's that awesome. new behavior as well. Yeah. But you, you got to stay up on it because if yeah. you have, it, you know, too many of those bad reactions, that's, that's what she just computes inside her little brain is like, all right, this is how we do it. Yeah. It's uh, a wild ride, isn't it?
2: It all is right. especially like our middle child. He is off the charts, smart. Like he's being tested because he's so smart. We call him the professor, and arguing with him is an adventure because he makes she, a lot of good points. He is usually right. Like honestly,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he'll be like,
2: "Actually," and like lay it all out, and we're like, "Crap, we don't know how to respond right now." Yeah, be, <laughs> you
1: know, we'll, we'll maybe get irritated with something he's doing to his youngest sister, and like, you can't do that. Well, you know, you you let me get away with this last time.
0: You know, it's like and well, like
2: has like, like specific points for every I know argument. I did
1: because it was funny
2: <laughs> at the time, but it's
0: not funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's funny. Boys seem to uh, toe that line a little bit more with, uh, oh, this was funny last time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna run with it again, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, my stepson's that same way. He, uh, <laughs> like oh, you, this got this got a lot of laughs and uh, positive attention. Uh, so let me let me go with this again. Mm. Now, um, you have, you have three. You said were this is kind of a personal question. Were they all planned?
2: None of no. them were. Um, so our our first that we lost, um, yeah. that one was planned. That one, we had gotten married in March, mm-hmm. and um, he was finishing school. It was around September. It was like his last semester, I think. And um, me as a person who never wanted kids, for some reason, I was like, let's do it right now. Like, we need kids right now. I was just really into it. I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure just because I was crazy about him and couldn't wait to see him as a dad. But yeah. Um, so that was planned. And on the first try, we got pregnant and everything was great until, um, the second trimester they did a screening and it came back positive for neural tube defects, which can mean a lot of things. Like sometimes mm-hmm. it's just a cleft palate. The very extreme is, um, like the brain not developing and, um, the nervous system growing on a sac on the outside of the body. Of yeah. Thank okay. you. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so our doctor was like don't worry about like a lot of people test positive it's usually something small whatever um and so we went to a specialist and in the same appointment that we found out that we're having a boy they also were like he's not gonna make it basically like we had asked in the moment we're like is there a surgery we can do is there anything we we can do So, so Neural tube defects, there's such, like I said, a huge variety of things that they could have. He literally had everything. And I remember looking at the screen, uh, like it was a big screen because we're in like a specialty office. Mm -hmm. And um, he was just like moving around like crazy. Yeah. And he's like, can't you feel that? And it was too early still. I was 18 weeks, I think. And I was like, no, I don't feel it. That's weird, though. Like, cool. He's dancing around this all before we knew anything. And then, I mean, you should probably tell your recollection of like how yeah, so that
1: went. So I'm, I'm sure, as you're aware, with your daughter, they don't the the um, the person doing the the,
2: the ultrasound ultrasound. Yes, there yeah. you
1: go. The Person doing the ultrasound doesn't actually tell you anything. They kind of take take recordings and then they you yeah. know, and then they move, then they bring the doctor in to tell you. Yeah. So in in our case, instead of telling us in the same room, they they brought us to another room. To the table, and then there red flag was, number one. Red flag number one. There's nothing yeah. in there
2: except a box of tissues. A
1: box of tissues. And it's like, oh, okay, something's going down. Yeah. And so that's when they told us uh, that unfortunately our son was suffering from uh, quite a number of different things and wasn't going to be a viable uh, child. And so um, you know they that's when they kind of had to make the decision, like, what do you want? Where do you want to go from here?
2: Yeah, no like they they did give us options. They were like, you could try to continue to carry. It probably won't go to term. And then we started asking more questions. Well, he did. I was just crying the whole time. But he was asking more questions. Yeah. And I do remember him bringing up, like, but he was moving around so much. And the doctor very quietly saying, that was his nerves firing off. He's in pain. And so then we, we didn't even have to talk. We, like, literally looked at each other. And I was, like, schedule the abortion.
0: Yeah.
2: And Because that's technically what it is, which is horrible that they make you call it that. When you're yeah. doing something so merciful,
0: but, uh, um, yeah, yeah.
2: like yeah. you literally see your child writhing in pain on a screen. I don't think anyone, even the most, like because I'm a Christian, like I don't think anyone who ever had any kind of preconceived notions about abortion would be able to look at that and mm. still judge a person or like say no to it or you yeah. know because yeah. we didn't even have to talk about it. It was just something we decided.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: right there.
1: We didn't want to see him continue to grow in pain. Yeah, and that's that. That was the main thing. Like, you know, that's when your your parent instincts kick in. Sure. Like, we we can't we can't prolong this. This, yeah. isn't, this isn't right to anybody, and to know that you know, while he's in her, her belly growing, that it's just, it's just painful more mm-hmm. and more painful for him. So.
0: Yeah. Cause he's still developing. Yeah, so
1: yeah. yeah. And it wasn't an easy decision at all, but it was, we, we felt at the time it was definitely the right It decision. wasn't, it
2: wasn't, yeah. it's such a weird thing because like I said, we did, we literally did not speak in that room about it. Yeah. We just both were like, let's schedule it. And then the worst part is having to justify to your insurance for an elective procedure it was really a huge slap in the face yeah and they still denied it like my dad very graciously cashed in his pension from the post office and paid for it otherwise i don't know what our options would have been
0: yeah yeah no they're they're not looking to they're not looking to be covering anything like it all money stays in-house and and that's it um and, Mm -hmm. and that goes with Insurance for everything, really. You know, car insurance. Yeah. And, you know, they no, they're they are not trying to cover anything and it. Oh man, I could go down that road. But um, man, so that is so. How old were you at, at that at that time?
2: Oh gosh, that was 2011. Yeah,
0: twelve years ago, eleven years
1: ago. Yeah, twelve years ago, so 2011. How old are we now? So
2: twenty you know, six. Well, I have 25? to think back
1: because Avery, our and oldest, is that they call it the rainbow child. Yeah. You know, after you you go through something like that and you go through loss, the next child after that is considered a rainbow child. So, that unfortunately, Avery was not far behind. In fact, if, if we went through... No,
2: it would have just... Oh, that's right. It would yeah. have been like... Within... They would have been like Irish twins if we had had him and then still got pregnant okay. with her. Um, yeah. Yeah, because he was going to be due June eleventh, 2012.
0: Yeah.
2: So, June 11th for us is a family day. We still... Acknowledge our kids all know our son. We call it Mason day. We, um, we That's all Mason. wear blue. Um, Cause that the day, the day that I had to have my surgery was in January of 2012. Mm-hmm. And we randomly came home to like, someone had put a blue ribbon on our mailbox. And so we were like, Okay, let's all wear blue. Like that's going to be our thing now. But yeah. I don't want to acknowledge the date we lost him. I'd rather acknowledge what would have been his birth date.
0: Absolutely.
2: So um, that's just a day every year. Ever since yeah. we've spent only one apart since then, and it you know wasn't on purpose. It was for work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all of our kids know they have an older brother in heaven, and yeah, we go to
1: the beautiful.
0: water.
2: Yeah, every we're day. always by the water. We always wear blue. That's awesome. Now, yeah.
0: was that something that you had to kind of explain over time as they got a little older? You you explained it or they just kind of grew up with it and knew? Yeah, because
1: we, we both got um, tattoos afterwards uh, to, to come at my right hand. Sure. And so obviously that's like it's a permanent piece of your body. And yeah. as yeah. your children get older, they go, What's that? Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Um, so that's, you know, obviously we're not going to hide anything from them. We'll yeah. explain the whole history of what this is and, and why we did it and, and you know, they're very familiar with their, their brother, Mason, and uh, we actually have a little stuffed animal that's a giraffe that that she got to help comfort early on, but it's yeah. become this little giraffe that the kids kind of share.
2: They kind of fight over who gets to yeah. have it sleep in their bed, and um, wow. yeah, our son was like, I don't remember what why we took oh, away we YouTube <laughs> or something, but he was like, well, if Mason's with me, can, can I watch YouTube then, and I won't be scared, and we're like, well, how? that? After we say no to that, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. like I said, oh, he's really smart, awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He he knew what uh, what card to pull there, right? Wow, yeah. that's that's uh, a I mean, they, amazing. Don't,
2: they don't know everything. Like, I have not like talked to my oldest daughter about abortion and all that yet. They just sure. know
0: Those that he's in heaven, yeah
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. We kind of have just kind of let it be organic to when they ask, we'll tell them stuff. Sure. And,
0: yeah,
2: luckily, we have very emotionally intelligent children who do ask questions, so it's hasn't been hard, you know it's it's kind of nice
0: that's awesome, yeah that's awesome, and then the rainbow child that's so I can only imagine the fear and anxiety that came in when when she came around
1: we had a lot of screenings,
2: so many screenings. a lot of
1: like blood work and and sonograms and everything that that like way more than I thought was possible that she'd have to go like every week to do it yeah. Job. And she'd have to do the the heartbeat monitor. yeah, okay, I
2: had gestational diabetes, so I had to go in okay, and yep. get um, monitored like constantly because yep. I had um, double the fluid with her for some reason. They still don't know uh-huh. why. Um, and actually had two placentas. We found out after she was born. I didn't
0: the doctor know that was like, a thing.
2: held it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the doctor holds it up. Whoa! Look at this. Yeah, I've never seen this before, <laughs> and I'm
2: like laying there, you know, spread eagle. Like that's what I want to hear <laughs> yeah, right like, oh. now, you know. <laughs>
0: Wow! Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing.
2: Yeah, no, neither did I.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, Shine's very short, so the fact that she had so much fluid, like she looked like she was holding twins. Like, do you
2: remember that show Kate Plus Eight, where she had like a torpedo belly and she couldn't yes. close her arms? That's literally what I looked like, and people would constantly come up to me and be like, "Oh, when are you having the babies?" And I'm like, "There's only one."
0: <laughs> I hate when people assume those type of things. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even a woman, so I can only imagine how would feel, <laughs> but I always hated the, those type of things. But um, so how how short are you?
2: I'm 4'10". You're 4'10". Yeah, I'm, I'm done lying about being five feet tall. I am
0: 4'10". That's hilarious. My wife is five yeah. feet, five feet even. We've measured her a few times, five foot flat, like and, um, <laughs> so that that is funny because I I thought for sure that she was the uh, the shortest person I knew. So you? Well, how tall are you?
2: You're tall, right?
0: I am actively shrinking. I am oh. shorter than I was a few years ago, but I'm I'm around six one.
2: Okay, yeah, he's six, so kind of similar. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, yeah. oh, but oh, man, it, it, but it's funny though seeing that, but around the same height difference. So that's uh, mm-hmm. that's funny because it yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, it gets brought up a few times when people see my wife and I together, and she's not a heels type person either. She's flats and mm-hmm. and flip flops yeah. and stuff like that. So. Um, I'm not a good person a, either, yeah, and I am. So it's even worse when I throw mine You're on. Right. But <laughs> no, so so you have you have three. You had you um you lost Mason, and then um and then you had Avery. So then you were saying none of them were planned, though. No, so just, yeah. Just so just a constant, like, oh my god, here we, we go again. <laughs> we, we, no, we were like,
2: you we were ready to
1: just wait. Cause it was, it was a lot to handle. At yeah. Time. And so the we fact just, that we got surprised with Avery was like, Oh, okay. We're we, doing this.
2: Yeah. We just decided to have a summer of fun, you know, yeah. live our lives and go out and yeah. come home and have fun and found out I was doing a play at the time. And so we found out, um, like right before it opened and so I was like exhausted. It was so crazy. Like it's exhausting anyway, doing a play and dancing and all that. Sure. But um, then add in pregnancy and I was like running off the side to puke and um, yeah. I had hyperemesis with all three, which is being sick the entire time, all day, every day.
0: Really?
2: Yeah, I got hospitalized a bunch of times for dehydration and oh, all geez. kinds, of, for all three. And then, um, so yeah, so she surprised us. Mm-hmm. And then we actually had tried for a second because I did want them close together Um, And it just wasn't happening. And then we decided, like, let's whatever. Avery's enough for us. We're good. Let's stop trying. And then literally the next month, found out I was pregnant with my son. Wow. Yeah, and I almost had my tubes tied with that because I had to have a C section with him because he was breech.
0: Okay. Um,
2: and then the last minute, where I just like freaked out. I was like, no, I don't want to do it. It's like, let's we'll we'll talk about it later, kind of thing. And we thought we were done. And right. then um, I was on birth control. We were using extra birth control, also. And then found out we were pregnant with Arthur. <laughs> totally. Man. We're like, she uh, must. She's he either here to do something the bullets, really. Doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Like, pretty much. We just, <laughs> we're like that. Soul is either going to be really great for this world or really terrible. We are unsure at five years old.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
2: she was determined <laughs> to be on this earth, and That's so. <laughs> but
1: yeah, seriously, jeez. Yeah yeah so that wow. was we called her the tiebreaker baby we didn't find out the gender until yeah. she was born um, oh,
2: cool. it was yeah. really fun actually yeah i always knew it was a girl in my heart i just like for sure it yeah. was a girl yeah
0: so yeah. yeah quite the experience yeah man yeah uh, so many i mean talk about a roller coaster ride and the ups and downs mm-hmm. um i know the anxiety that i had with with my daughter and and she was planned um, that was kind of something that my, my wife and I, we, we talked about when we first started dating, we weren't together very long. Um, but the, the quality of time that we were spending together, we, we knew where, where we were heading and we knew very early on. I, same thing. I was very upfront and kind of blatantly putting it out there. Like, listen, I'm done messing around. Uh, I want to get married and I want to have kids. So you know, if, if that's not where you're at, then, you know, maybe we shouldn't continue. And she was like, you know, say when type of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, so, and then we had the discussion of, all right, well, you know, do we want to get married? Do you know, how do we want to go about this? And it was like, well, we can literally get married at any age. And, you know, we were 30, 30, 31 at the time. And, um, and it was a a real big, long conversation about you know what we wanted and how we wanted to go about it and and like we said, you know we can we can get married at any age we can get married when we were fifty if we wanted to we can't have kids yeah. when we're fifty you know and I forget, what is it? Like 35, 36, they say, you know, for women, it starts geriatric pregnancies. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think of the word and I knew I was going to butcher it. So I'm glad you, (laughs) you stepped in, (laughs) but, um, yeah, so it was one of those, all right, you know, yeah, let's get going. We didn't know how many we wanted, but you know, we, we knew we wanted kids. So, and she obviously, um, had a son already and he was two at the time. And, um, and so, yeah, it was one of those things like, yeah, we, we wanted the age gap to not be as big. Um, mm. So there was a lot of things that we discussed about it and was like, all right, yeah, let's do it. So two tries and uh, and I think I found out the week before, a week or two before that Father's Day of that year. And so Aww. that Father's Day was like a, like, oh man, this is That's it. Wonderful.
2: Like, Yeah,
0: it was cool. It was cool. So, um, and she was born on Valentine's Day. So she's my, uh, she's our little love child. Uh, Oh, I
2: love it.
0: uh, It was awesome. It was awesome. And the hospital just so happened to have one of those little like bonnets that was a, um, uh, somebody crocheted there and it was, it was heart shaped and had hearts all over it and stuff. So um, yeah, it it, it was really cool. And uh, flipped my entire world upside down. I... I've said this before on the show that I thought I was prepared for it and um, it it was one of those as soon as I started getting into certain things with my daughter um, when she was very young you know, changing diapers and getting up every single time my wife got up or my fiance at the time um, got up to feed her and all that type of stuff and I was constantly trying to make sure I was staying on top of all those things I didn't want to be that stereotypical dad that, you know, slept through all the things and didn't help with anything. And, Oh, I work all day. Yeah. So blah, 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 you know? So I, I didn't want to do any of that. So trying to stay on top of it, I, I felt like I was in a constant, like, I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea what I'm doing, but you know, oh, okay. I need to be over here and do this. Okay. All right. I need to go over here and do this. And like I said, a few years of that and then not being in the right work situation. Um, life came at me very, very quick. And when my daughter was of age, just started letting me know that I was not acting uh, properly. Um, Like I said, the first like three years, I just felt like everything that I knew in life was wrong and I had no idea Mm -hmm. and I had to relearn um, how to be an adult, how to how to be a man, how to be a husband, how to be a father, how to be all these different things that I thought I was ready for. Um, it was a lot, it it was a lot. And, uh, you know, again, my, my wife being, um, (laughs) being willing and able to, uh, help me along the way, uh, instead of just, you know, you're an idiot, man, get the hell out of here. You don't know what the hell you're doing. I can't, I can't deal with this. Um, it allowed me to grow And, and, uh, I, I, any. Thing positive that I can say about myself, I can only say is due to my family upbringing and my family now, because uh, mm-hmm. I can only imagine the type of stupid stuff I'd still be getting into if I uh, if I didn't have kids. No, yeah. Turn my life upside down, but for the better, for sure. Yeah, it's extremely humbling to
2: have
1: your <laughs> yeah. to, to you on how to be an adult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm doing this wrong. All right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And I don't know about you guys. Like, I would love you both to answer this question because I feel like women get asked it a lot, but like, did you guys have a favorite age? Cause I know for me as a parent, the easiest I ever had it was all the nursing years. Like I was a champ at nursing. Like I could have fed 20 babies. I produced no problem. Like it was wonderful. They're crying. Papa boob out. They're upset. Papa boob out. Like they're happy. Pop a... Like it was just the easiest time in my life. Yeah, and yeah. now it's a lot harder, but I feel like, I feel like you're thriving more now, but I'm curious for both of you, like, has there been a favorite age?
1: Yeah, I, I'm enjoying the older ages. I think, it, um, we're, we're kind of finding our groove, you know, and, uh, you know, what they enjoy and, and the things that I find common that I can enjoy with them. Cause I, you know, I, I grew up playing soccer. Um, and that was my dream is to have my, you know, be the coach of my, my kids' soccer team. Oh, I did yeah, that.
2: Yeah. I'm just laughing because it went terribly wrong all three it times.
0: <laughs>
1: the kids hate soccer. Um, and, and the youngest was the worst because she wanted to just sit with mom the entire time. Yeah. That was the year that I actually coached. Yeah. And so I'm out here teaching all these rats, I have no clue who they are, who they belong to, how to play soccer. <laughs> and my kids over there eating was it like Cheez-Its or something with mom because she didn't want to be out in the field.
2: And like, I have to say, like, we're not really kid people, you know, like we like ours, but that's about it. Like we're not trying to hang out with all the kids at a party. Like we are not the ones like drop off your kids. We're fine. Like that's not who we are. And so this poor man (laughs) dealing with all these like all these kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So (laughs) now I know what they're into. And I find the common ground. And I, I really enjoy seeing, you know, the things that they enjoy through their eyes um, and, and, you know, just relating with them. Yeah. It's been really fun.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Um, for me, that that's, that is a really good question. I enjoyed two. I enjoyed two very, very much. It was when um, she stopped pooping all over herself and <laughs> got that a little bit under control. And, um, and that's when, I mean, she, I felt like she always had a personality, even when she was, you know, crawling around, she had a, a lot of personality, but I feel like once words started forming and, and coming out that way, she was able to express a lot more. And that's when like her, her real self started to, to come, come through. And I, I always said, you know, she's a little bit of me, a little bit of my wife, but she is very, very much her. And that started around two. Um, very silly. She is... So goofy, and really? and that's another. I was always silly. I was a weird goofball kid growing up, and um, and, and that definitely died down over the years. I, I allowed myself to be kind of bitter towards the world for a long time. Um, Self infliction more than anything, more than the world, you know, giving me reason to be bitter. Um, and and she really. Started bringing that back out in me of uh, being silly. My stepson did too. When I, when and again, he was two years old when I when I came into their lives. Um, so around that age, he started getting that personality as well. But for my daughter, her her goofy silliness really started to come out at that age. And I know I have I have my gripes that I can say about her now, but her, the age that she is now too. Um, like I said, fi- five going on fifteen, and when mm-hmm. she has those real mature moments, like. I I could almost cry looking at her like, like you were just the greatest thing to ever walk this planet. I can't believe you're real. I can't believe you're a real person and you you have thoughts and feelings and you express your thoughts and feelings too. And I like your thoughts and feelings. You're a good, you know, like it's just, uh, you know, she can, she can make me want to run full speed into a wall at times, but, um, but she really can make me feel good when she, when she's being sweet and, and genuine in that, in that sense. Um, so I would say two and, and now at five as well, but I, I feel like I'm going to stay, it's just going to stay with it. However old she is. And I'm like, yeah, no, I like this age too. Right. Yeah.
1: I appreciate our five-year-old. I know she has her moments where she's <laughs> incredibly sweet to me. And it's usually when she's not around. Yeah. Which, then she like, <laughs> yeah, she get my Zoe time. Yeah. But then... Once she gets home, she wants nothing to do with me. I am the worst enemy at the house. Yeah. You know? I'm, the, I'm the dictator, and then I'm telling them to clean up their, their plates from the dinner table, whatever. Yeah. And she gets all the hugs and love and kisses, and I don't get.
2: Yeah, she like make direct eye contact with him and be like, "I love you, mommy. You're yeah. the best mommy in the world." And she's <laughs> so
1: mean. But I, I live for those moments when yeah, when she I finally sweet. do get my my sweet little Zoe. She's our she, little yeah. Sour
2: Patch kid. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I like that Sour Patch kid uh that's awesome um you know I, I, and again the roller coasters of, of being a parent is, is it, it's the highest of highs and lowest of lows but if you're able to um have a partner through it and, and stick together and, and approach it as a team uh, and having that communication like you guys were saying it, it makes all the difference because if you don't have those things, I feel like you tend to get caught up in all those other aspects of life that we were mm-hmm. talking about, and you're not able to enjoy those moments when you do get them, because again, yeah. our kids, they, don't, they're, they, don't, they are unable to comprehend the type of things that we worry about, and all mm-hmm. they're seeing is how we're treating them and how we're acting around them. And yeah. without having that understanding, and if you're not able to be your best self uh, for them talk about generational trauma, you know, and, and that's why, mm. that's why a lot of us are here in the situations that we're in and, uh, here to try to talk about these type of things. Cause, um, because of that generational trauma. So, um, I want to, uh, you know, before we wrap things up, I, I want to thank you guys again for, um, being vulnerable enough to come in here and talk about these type of things. I know it's, I know it's not easy, um, especially when you guys have gone through, when people have gone through some of the things that you guys have gone through uh losses and stuff like that it's uh it's very easy to shut down and mm. and uh close a lot of doors instead of um leaving them open and allowing people to come in and be there for you right um so i i again i i thank you guys um it really means a lot i feel like this is going to uh shed shed some light on on some situations for people for themselves that uh that have some things going on and realize that uh there are so many things that can that can go on in this world and uh that we're not alone in that aspect right we're all going through something um yeah and so again thank you guys um for coming on um i know another actually before before we get into the uh, wrapping things up I know both of you guys have um, businesses that you guys are, are doing. Um, I did a little bit of creeping on, on your page there, Cheyenne, <laughs> and uh, you got you got some really cool stuff going on there. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan, that's, that's, really, that's pretty cool. Um, if you wanna talk about your business a little bit.
2: Yeah, so um, I am an artist and I make coloring books and um, like stickers and all that kind of stuff. And now I'm in marketing, so I'm a marketing director and um i am just kind of into all things uh i don't love to consume social media but i like to make things for social media um yeah so i uh it's really fun and i started doing these um like workshops for how to grow your business through social media um and so i'm going to launch something like that where you can sign up for sessions um over zoom pretty soon
0: nice i am interested i'm putting that out there right now i'm interested so i may check that out (laughs) I'm in that market as well.
2: Yeah, it's it's really fun. I love talking about it. I'm just self-taught, but I love talking about it.
0: Yeah, oh, that's awesome. And she's, she's
1: been doing a, a lot since, you know, and a lot of it has pertained to, the, to what she enjoys. So obviously when we, when she started doing this journey, it was with the kids and making
0: bows. And oh yeah, know, I had an
2: Etsy shop, and that's an how I started. Shop, yeah. it's kind
0: of okay, I was just going to ask how it got started. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool to see her do that. Yeah. Very nice. Beautiful. Having something that you can do and and be, uh, that you're passionate about and and actually make a living off of doing it, like that is a dream come true, right? That's the American yeah. dream, as they say, right? That like, But people don't realize how fulfilling that really is when you're able to do something like that. Because we're all so yeah. beat down by working for the man, as they say, right? You know, doing things for other people. Um, so that's awesome that, that you've been able to... Uh, find, um, something that you love and, and, and go forward with that. That's cool.
2: Yeah. It's all about the little niche too. You know, it's my, uh, web page is called the littlest lefty cause I'm little and a lefty. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs>
0: yeah. I see what you did there. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Now, and Kevin, I mean, man, for those that, that don't know, um, Kevin puts up some of the most mouth-watering posts <laughs> on his page that uh, I, I, every single time, I'm well, like, oh man, I'm they're hungry. They are
1: thirst traps. Just, I don't want people to think I'm out there with my speedo on or something. They are oh, thirst I'm, traps. All right, so for we won't tell them about that page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This one is: I'm assuming you're talking about my food.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I, uh, I, I'm fortunate enough to work for Traeger Grills. Um, for those that don't know, it's a, a wood pellet grill company, and I, mm. we, we sell it through retail. But um, yeah, part of my homework is to cook, so I, I, it's definitely a, a labor of love, and I do really do enjoy cooking. Um,
2: He's always so, been the cook in our relationship. I've yeah. never I don't cook. Yeah. Well, yeah. So <laughs> I had
1: I had two Instagram pages. I ended up just whittling down to one. Sure. Um, and I have probably more pictures of food on my phone than I do of my kids. Which I'm, not I'm, fine. I'm kid.
2: honestly fine with because people on the internet are weird. Like, yeah. I'm honestly fine with it.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I found the outlet and I, I put it down on, on the, the old Instagram page. KP Barbecues. if you want to see
0: it.
2: Yeah. And he gets, like, offers to use products and mm-hmm. stuff and post about it and...
0: I'm telling you it's he's good a good little stuff. product
2: photographer too, yeah. you know. Yeah, like you, you he would found think that you had thing. a team.
0: To be honest with you, it seems like you it, I would have guessed that you had a team that set up the tents and everything and you know, you have a photographer that comes and does all these things. So to hear that that's just all you, man. That's kudos to yeah. you. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I had a little bit of training so, you know, college my plan was to do uh biography and work in film and and my brother does that currently. He's he works in television. So I went to school for that. Um, learned how to use a camera. Learned how to take the right angles of photos and things like that. And yeah. I just kind of use it on my little food blog.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. No, that's yeah. huge. huge. Um, I, I I encourage anybody listening or watching to uh, to go check out both of their pages. Um, sorry, Kevin, say your uh, your tag again. Uh, KP underscores BBQ. Underscores BBQ and what is yours, Shane? It's S. BBQs.
2: Is it
1: BBQs? I don't. Yeah. Hear, I don't follow myself, so I don't. Know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is uh, the littlest lefty, and there's periods between each word.
0: Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, for those that are tuning in, check it out. It's great stuff. Um, check out the littlest lefty. She's got some some really cool stuff for the kiddos. And um, and yeah, if you wanna wanna check out some some real good and food uh check out kevin's uh kevin's page there um but no again thank you guys so much for coming on here and uh, and talking i really do appreciate it it means a lot to me yeah,
2: awesome. yeah this is awesome yeah
0: absolutely absolutely so um thanks for tuning in everybody and uh till next time Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Bye.